Episode 32, Where to Start a Microgreens Business. You're listening to the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast, where the aim is to help you start, grow and improve any microgreens business. I'm your host, Brian Faulkner, owner of a microgreens business that I operate out of my own home. Stay tuned and welcome along. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast. Hope you're keeping well, hope you're doing good. Thanks a million for joining me here today. In this episode, we're going to take a look at where to start a microgreens business. So if you've decided that you want to start a microgreens business, stay tuned and we're going to go through some different options on where you could start one. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by TrueLeafMarket.com. TrueLeaf Market are the go-to microgreens seeds and equipment company all across the United States and Canada. And the list of countries that they deliver to is always expanding. They're a really customer-focused company and they have your success in mind always. All of their seeds are tested to make sure that they have the right germination rate. Some companies have seeds sitting in stock for long periods of time and over time seed loses its viability. True Leaf Market turns over their inventory so frequently that their seeds are always as new and as fresh as you're going to get. And that in turn is going to help you have more successful grows and make more money. I'm really happy to promote True Leaf Market because I really do believe that they're a customer focused company. They have such a great variety of microgreen seeds on their website and all at reasonable prices too. The guys over there have also been generous enough to create a special offer of a 5% discount for all of the listeners of the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast. And all you have to do to avail of that is type in the code MGE5 at the checkout. The code again is MGE5. So one of the most appealing things, I suppose, about starting a microgreens business is that you don't need a lot of space to get started with it. That's the draw to starting a microgreens business for a lot of people, myself included. So the fact that you can get going with a microgreens business with a very small amount of space, a small investment, well, I suppose you can invest as much as you want depending on how high tech you want to get with your setup and if you want to go all in at the start or not. But the majority of you listening to this podcast will be thinking about starting out of your own home or you've already started out of your own home. This was my experience anyway. I started out of the spare bedroom in our house here. It's 8 by 8 foot. I still grow out of that spare bedroom. I do pretty much everything in that room except wash the trays. It's a better setup now than when I first got started. It's a small enough microgreens business but it's doing really good for us. When I first got started in that room, it was full of all sorts of stuff. Our bikes were in it, fishing rods, you name it, all sorts of stuff were in there while I was growing the microgreens in there as well. So all I did was I cleared a space against one of the walls. I set up one rack that I bought off Amazon for €50 and I put two lights on the rack, got some seeds, got some pretty flimsy trays out of a hardware and just started growing. And I made my first sale with the room like that and just that bare minimum equipment. So it was certainly far from a perfect setup there from the start. But I was still able to take those first steps in a really small and cluttered space. I've since got another rack and all the shelves have lighting on them and the room is solely dedicated to the business now. But if you're just thinking about starting a microgreens business, don't be put off by your lack of space You can get started and just dip your toes in a small space. So we'll take a look at some of the options now where you have to start a microgreens business. 
So I mentioned there that I'm doing this out of a spare bedroom and that's definitely one space that you could look at getting going in. But the bigger the space that you find to do this, the better you'll have more opportunity to scale your business if you have success with it. It's going to be more comfortable doing all the work when you have more space. Sometimes it can get very tight in there and a little bit claustro- claustro- claustrophobic. claustrophobic at times. When you're in there, you've got about two feet either side of the shelves, the table, between everything to move. So it gets hard to move around a really small space, but you can still get it done. So a spare bedroom isn't a bad place to start. So a lot of people then have started microgreens businesses out of their garages. And if you want to go back and take a listen to episode 12 and 26, if you haven't listened to them already, there's two interviews there, one with Jane and Dean Bredlow and the other with Patrick Brown. And both of them have started really successful businesses out of their garages. So that's definitely an option to get going with. So a basement seems to be a really popular option then and I know there's a lot of people doing it out of their basement as well. I think if you're into growing microgreens you would have already seen this video on YouTube with the couple from Microacres and they started a big business out of their basement so I think it's the most popular YouTube video about microgreens on YouTube so you've probably seen that so a basement is definitely a place you could get going as well. One thing about a basement though is that I suppose basements, some of them can be damp. So if the room is damp already, that could be a problem. Another option you have then, and this isn't the most ideal, but if you don't have an extra space like a spare bedroom, basement, garage or anything like that, you could get started in a room in your house that you're using for something else like your kitchen, your sitting room, something like that. You really just need the space for one rack at the start. So you could get one rack, put it in your kitchen or sitting room somewhere like that. Start trying to make some sales. If you make some sales then and your business starts to get going, you can start looking at other options you have then to scale it up. Another option then, if you don't have any space at all, is you could ask a family member or a friend if they have any unused space that you could use. Maybe you could rent it off them for a small fee if they if they weren't using it for something else so that could be an option too then the next option is you can get creative and see what other types of space you can do this in so maybe you have or maybe you haven't heard of a guy called chris Thoreau in canada i think he's in but he's doing this out of a old shipping container so thought that was pretty interesting you can see that on youtube so there is kind of creative ways that you can get this done and then the last option i can think of and i actually kind of always forget about this option but is a greenhouse so a greenhouse i suppose would be the natural way to grow microgreens you're getting all that natural sunlight and sunlight is way more powerful than any of the grow lights that we use when we're growing microgreens but the disadvantage i can see with a greenhouse is that because it's glass, it's going to get really hot in the summertime if you've got hot weather. And then in the wintertime, it's going to get really cold if you've got cold weather. So it's just glass. So the heat's going to be accentuated by the glass. And then it's obviously not going to be very good at keeping out the cold. So those fluctuations in temperature, it's going to make it harder to predict your grow cycle. So your grow cycle... The, length of, the amount of days that it takes to from seeding to harvesting, 
that's totally dependent on the temperature in your grow space. Now you could go about heating and cooling the greenhouse but you're looking at more expense there so heating costs, fan costs and then in the winter time you might have to supplement the light in there anyway if you're in an area where the days get really short and there's not a whole lot of sunlight each day you're probably going to have to supplement the lighting there anyway. So it's just not an option that I personally can see working anyway but there are definitely people doing it so it is an option. So then if you've thought about this and you have an idea of the space where you're going to grow your microgreens there's a few things that you need to consider before you pick that space. First thing and this is obviously an essential is that you're going you're gonna to need electricity to run your lights off. You can now if it's a garage or a basement then maybe it's it doesn't have sockets and it doesn't have electricity maybe you can make this work by having long extension leads running from your house or something like that so it is possible to make that work but ideally you would have an electricity point in the room that you're growing in next thing you'd want then and i kind of mentioned this already but you won't you wouldn't want the room to be already damp so if the room is already damp so maybe there's some mold on the walls or just some dampness some moisture on the walls and the ceiling that's not going to be great for growing microgreens in because your microgreens are it's going to be hard to keep them dry they're probably going to stay damp a lot because the room is damp already and you'll definitely need a dehumidifier there depending on the size of the room maybe two i don't know it just depends how damp the room actually is but if you can start off in a room that isn't damp already, you're going to be in a much better situation starting off than having to deal with that as well. The next thing you're going to need, and obviously this is essential as well, is you're going to need a water source. So you're going to need to be able to water your microgreens. Ideally, you'd have the water source close to where you're doing it. But again, suppose like the extension lead for the electricity, you could, if it was outside, you could run a long hose to the space that you're growing in. And maybe you could fill up some kind of a bin in the garage or basement, wherever you're growing in, or just have a nozzle on the end of the hose, something like that. So you could make that work there, but ideally you would have a water source pretty close to where you're growing. Ideally then your grow room would be on the ground floor because if you choose upstairs and say it's up a couple of flights of stairs, maybe you're going to have to bring soil up there with you and soil is obviously heavy. So it's going to just be logistically harder for you to have your microgreens business if you have to get up and down flights of stairs. You can do it. It's just going to make the process harder. But ideally, you'd be able to do it on the ground floor. Then lastly, ideally, you'd be able to choose a room that has a window or a door or some way of letting fresh air in from the outside into your grow room. It's just better to let fresh air into the grow room that it's not all stuffy Sometimes it can help to keep the humidity down if the if the air outside has a lower humidity level than the air inside. It's not essential, but in an ideal situation, you'd be able to pick a room like that with a, with a window or a door. So there are some options there for you on where to set up your grow room and some of the factors to consider before you set one up. Now, I might not have thought of every option to here and I might have left something out. So if you've got any other innovative ideas or you're already growing microgreens in a different setting and to what I've mentioned here, let me know. So you can send a DM on Instagram. You can get me there. You can follow over there too if you want. It's microgreens underscore entrepreneur. You'll find me there. 
if you've found your space where you're going to set up your grow room and you're ready to go and start your microgreens business, I've got a free ebook for you. It's a beginner's guide to starting a microgreens business. And that'll take you from ordering your supplies all the way to making your first sale. And you can get that at microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash ebook. And I'll leave a link for that in the show notes as well. If you did enjoy the episode, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate that. So thanks in advance for that. So that's it for this week's episode. I don't know if you can hear this, but there's massive amount of roadworks and all sorts going on outside the window here. So if there was a bit of background noise in this episode, I apologize. Hopefully it'll be finished up before next week's episode. So thanks a million for listening all the way to the end. Appreciate it. Have a great week and I'll catch you on next week's episode.